Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? You guys are listening to a Velvet's Edge podcast. I am here with Dr. Roy Vontama. I have to really like focus when I say your last name. No, you got it. That's it right there. Vontama. Vontama. Okay. And you're a radiation oncologist in right. LA. Right. I'm in LA, by the way, for everyone listening. Okay. Can you explain to everyone what that is? Okay. A uh, radiation oncologist is a cancer therapist that uses technology like MRI, PET scan, and CT scan to um, focus high energy radiation to tumors in the body. Um, so we work with all sorts of cancers. So people are like, oh, do you specialize in cancer? Well, actually yeah. we specialize in like a modality, meaning radiation. Okay. So basically if you had a, say you had breast cancer where you we use um, radiation to help decrease the local recurrence in the breast. So we treat either a part of the breast or the whole breast after you had surgery. Okay, so it's after you have surgery to remove the cancer and Mm -hmm. it just kind of makes sure there's nothing left. Exactly. What's the difference between that and chemo though? Well, chemo, so radiation is a local treatment, so it only works where you're aiming the beam. Like say if you're only aiming the breast or part of the breast. Yeah. Um, you're only hitting that area, and we only deal with that area. But chemo is uh, theoretically supposed to affect the whole body. Right. Um, so, like, if your cancer had spread, you would probably get treated with chemo? Well, or? sometimes if you think it might spread, then you'd give chemo anyway, too. So oh, okay. there's you know, um, there's certain cases where you do both. Like, for example, we're talking about uh, breast cancer already. So, so for most, if you're, like, a little bit higher risk, you'll get surgery, then you'll get chemo to deal with systemic um, possible spread. Okay. And then you'd get radiation to deal with the local the recurrence. Spot. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So what you specialize in is the radiation exactly. part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we found each other through my friend Annie Saltiris, who I've also done a podcast with. She's a stylist here in L.A., and we talked about on our, our podcast how she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And she gave me all the permission to talk about this. But okay. she said that in her journey with that, you were just life-changing. And you have been. Because she went to you and you were treating her with radiation. But you said, she said the two things you said is radiation is going to work, but it's not going to be enough. So you've got to change your diet. You've got to meditate. And if you have anything emotional, you have to fix it. Mm. Do you remember saying that to Yeah, her? yeah, I do. I and do. she said she started crying. Because well, she, <laughs> she was emotional. like, I have so much emotional <laughs> stuff. Yeah, no, she's she's really, uh, she's very dynamic as a person, as you right. know. Um, so, you know, most people, yeah, I did say something like that to her. Um, most people... Here's the thing. Most people don't want to hear that they have to do something. They have to take ownership. Right. So there's actually like the quite a bit of research. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a, because if you think about it, your habits and all the way, the way you think, the way you've felt, the way you've dealt with things, yes. the way you've exercised, all that stuff are habits. And if I walk in and you're not open to hearing that you need to change those things, 
uh, it's really hard. So usually yeah. I'll ask them, I'm like, you know, so you're getting radiation, you know, how, you know, do you want to know anything more? And they're like, right. like, like what? And I'm like, well, like where, how's your diet? And they're like, oh, it's great. I eat whatever I want. And I'm like, yeah, but that's- <laughs> <laughs> and so if they're there and I'll yeah. be like, how about salads? And they'll yeah. be like, I have to eat salad. Okay. So <laughs> if you're on the, I have to eat salad tip. You're not getting into the meditation. You're not getting yeah, the emotional work. Baby steps. <laughs> but 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 Annie was really open to hear. Oh no, I'm already doing that. I'm already doing right. this. I really don't want this thing to come back. I want to be healthy. I want to. I was like, okay, you want to hear what I have to say? And yeah. then she was like, yeah, okay. So for those people who are listening and like are on that tip, it's all about ownership, you know. Okay. And I, you know, I have a book coming out called Healing Before You're Cured. That's yeah. basically exactly that and it's like um you gotta if you wanna you have to look at yourself and really introspect and say um you know what got me here you know Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about blame though because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people like oh you're blaming me you'll feel guilty i'm like no those aren't positive either blame shame guilt is not what i'm talking about i'm talking about okay let's look objectively what what have you been doing up to this point for example like one of the big things i talk about um with patients that are open and in my book is the role of trauma and the role of emotional mm-hmm. emotional impact in your life and how you've dealt with that and how it affects your prognosis and 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 what are you going to do? Um, so basically, I've been thinking this for a long time, but then actually there's been quite a bit of research coming out lately showing that, for example, if you had trauma in in your childhood. Um, it doubles the risk of your cancer. Really? So yes. This is fascinating to me. Wait, I have to backtrack for a second because I feel like most doctors that you go to are mm-hmm. like, take this pill, let me do this surgery, right? and all of these things. And nobody looks at like exactly what you're talking about, like the emotional aspects mm-hmm. of stress on our body or trauma, mm-hmm. what we're putting in our bodies. Right. So like, how did you even, what made you want to look at both sides of that? Um, well, my whole family is cancer doctors. I, oh, grew, okay. I grew up, like my friend said to me, he goes, when I think of cancer, I think of you. Really? I'm like, oh, I'm like okay. That's, thanks. I was like, I think thanks. <laughs> so, uh, but um Basically, I, I, my dad was one and I was always in his clinic. So, but then I'd see like his, his, the guy. So in radiation, you have a doctor and a physicist Mm -hmm. that plans the treatments. His physicist got lung cancer and died. And I was like, how could, and I was like eight. Right. I was like, how could he get lung cancer and die? But he's the one that's supposed to be curing it. One of the guys. And my dad's like, well, we don't do well with lung cancer. And I was like, well, so I started even at a young age. I was like, well, something's not right. We're not doing something. Something's not something's not right. And so um, all through my life, I've always been kind of looking and and looking at other ways, you know, and what I always found was that like with Western treatment, it's great. There's $7 trillion of research. Right. But on the East, there's 7,000 years of experience. Right. So So you combine the two. You combine the two. So why wouldn't you? You think about it, like, why would you go to a buffet and only eat the meat? Why wouldn't you look at the salad? Or conversely, why would you only look at the salad and not eat the meat? The answer is to do both. The answer is to look in the middle. Does that make sense? So much sense. Yes. Um, So in your book, you kind of dive into all of that. And Mm -hmm. like, what do you, there was a tagline I read with your book. What is it? An evidence-based guide to taking control of your body and mind. Mm -hmm. So there's evidence. Because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, the spiritual aspect of this, like you can't buy in. Right. So you were starting to talk about this. Like what's the evidence that you're talking about? Yeah. So for me, that's really big because I'm Western trained. I went to school for 26 years. I can't just say things. 
Yeah. I have to have, you know, some people are like, oh, this does this. But for example, um, we're talking about uh, the emotional basis, a traumatic basis of disease. There's a very large study that came out through Kaiser called the ACEs study. It's an adverse childhood experience study. Okay. And they found that if you have, they basically had 10 questions and they looked and if you had one or two or three or four, the more you had, the more chance you'd have disease, the more chance you'd have depression, more Mm -hmm. chance of suicide, more chance Mm -hmm. of cancer. So then I started, you know, and there's a few studies like that. And there's another study that looked at, for example, it's not just childhood stuff, but even if you went through something really traumatic as an adult and you weren't able to deal with it, they found that increase in breast cancer with people that have been through emotional trauma too. What is that from? Like just holding stress in your body? So, okay. So think about, think about this. So if I, you had to define resentment, how would you define Like how it feels? Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, like in my gut, I felt sick at my gut the second you even said that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, are we doing therapy now? No, go ahead. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is how then, it works. Um, and then, yeah, I felt sick at my stomach and it, it tightened my shoulders. Like, yeah, okay. anger comes up, okay. all of those things. Okay. So can you think of a situation where you were resentful? I, I don't know if you want to get into this. Um, but... yeah, maybe I won't say specifically, but okay. yeah, I can think of a situation. Okay. So do so you think of... But it happened in the past, right? Yes. And you still know what it feels like, yes, right? Yes, I do. So there's there's a couple of things. So we won't talk about it. But one, it's still in you. Right. You haven't actually you haven't actually processed it. You haven't actually forgiven it. You haven't mm-hmm. actually done the 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 work in that that the resentment. So the resentment really is is a thought saying this shouldn't have happened to me. Right. And you're angry about it. Right. Okay. Now think about this. Think about if you're 11 and your uncle abused you. Right. Sexually or yeah. physically or whatever. You say this shouldn't happen, but you don't have the tools to deal with any of this. Of course, because so, so, you're a kid. Yeah, you're a kid. So what yeah. do you do? You just put it to the side. Right. Bury okay. it. Yeah. You just try to survive. Like, I don't want to see my uncle or whatever. I just right. try to avoid him. And then, then you're like uh, 18. You're like, phew, I get to go to college or whatever. That's over. Yeah. Right. But it's still in you. Something bad happened to you, really bad, right. and you're angry about it. And there's this trauma that's been sitting in your body. It doesn't go away. So what you do, what do you do? Well, then you start partying, you start drinking, you start hanging out, maybe having too much sex or yeah. whatever you do, drugs. Medicated away. Just do whatever you yeah. want. But that energy's still in you. Right. Resentment. So res- if you think of what resentment is, if I had to define it, it's it's an it's a it's a feeling that something shouldn't have happened to you, but it's an anger and it's deep. And if you think about what emotion it might be, it might be rage. Yeah. And if you think about what rage is, rage is this anger that doesn't care about where it is, doesn't care about what's around it, that puts holes in walls, all sorts of stuff. That's rage, right? Mm-hmm. Now you think of what cancer is. That's exactly what cancer is. It's a disease that doesn't care where it is, destroys everything around it, mm-hmm. and destroys the organism that it's in. It does not care. So so true. So if you look at it that way, then resentment is cancer. Cancer is this thing, this energy that you haven't dealt with. Um, So that that's that's kind of how I uh, you know if you want that. I mean that's one aspect. So now now we go from me being like this you know that's pretty kind of uh, an integrative thought process. Right. Uh, People are going to be like, well, what about genes? What about my family history? What about all? Of course. There's genes involved. There's also the way that you think. Mm-hmm. 
right? So there's 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 a field called epigenetics. Epi means above from Greek. So epigenetics means the things that are above the genes that affect the genes. So there's research also showing that the way that you think affects your gene expression. It doesn't affect the actual gene structure, meaning the actual nucleotides, but it affects what genes get expressed. So meaning if you're thinking really negatively all the time, mm-hmm. like that shouldn't happen, I can't do the it starts to damage your DNA. Really? Yeah, and it causes a mutation in your DNA. And it causes, there's a structure called the telomere that actually is involved in the replication of DNA. And that actually gets, can get shortened if you're thinking negatively a lot. And they found people with depression, for example, have shortened telomeres. So you're basically stressing your body, your genes with the way that you're thinking, like I'm a piece of crap, this is no good, my life sucks, da 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 So they found that that actually affects your gene structure. So now you're looking at things, now we're, now we're talking about the way that you think, the way that you feel, you know, you already know diet, we're, we're gonna know diet, sleep, exercise take care of yourself yeah yeah those are those are easy but now we're talking this other Mm -hmm. stuff now we're talking about you know this is why i talk about like ownership though because Mm -hmm. like you have to really decide sit down and say i want to be i want to be healthy i want to be different i want to be but do you really want to do that right really so for let me tell you a little bit so like in in heart attacks they did research and they said, okay, dude, you almost died. You're 50, right? You're overweight, you smoke, and you don't exercise. So if, if and you have a family, right? So say you're this guy, what percentage, if I told you stop smoking, eat better, lose weight, and exercise, uh, stop, wait, eat, lose weight, let me see what the three are, yeah. Losing weight, um, exercise, mm-hmm. and, and eat better. Mm-hmm. Out of those three, and you agreed to all three, yeah. After six months, what percentage are doing one of the three? Uh, like, I would, okay, I'll just try 50%. We'll just say that. 25%. 25. How many are doing all three? None. 3%. Three? 3 Even after they almost died. Even if they almost died. So, wow. so, but so then are you saying, so then you're like, okay, why? Why? Well, because, yeah. because in your life you have these, these, the, you have habits, right? And I talk about I talk about the laws of motion. Like um, you have momentum. You have momentum. There's energy pushing you to be to be static. If you are looking at that and you're looking at this momentum of your life, it's very hard to on a second just change all three because you're living in the same house. You're living with the same person. You're living the same life. You have the same job. Mm-hmm. So for me. It's not about trying to change things in six months. It's more about like, look, let's take one thing. Let's build a new cycle in your body. Let's do one thing. Right. So like, I know specifically with Annie, she told me that, well, and I've experienced this with her. She now meditates twice a day. Perfect. Which I hate to meditate. <laughs> like I find it to be the most, I love therapy. I love all, I love working on you love getting stuff out, connecting. Yes. Yeah. Meditating. Not so much mm-hmm. because I sit there for two seconds and I'm just like off worrying mm-hmm. or thinking about my to-do list. Mm-hmm. So one, why do you think meditating is so important? And then two, do you have any recommendations? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let's deal with you first. So you okay. just said that you're, you know, so for my background, I've meditated over 7,000 hours of meditation. Uh, I lead meditation. You love to meditate. I, I, it's my jam. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the research behind it is this. If you do seven minutes twice a day, which is 90 minutes a week, 
It decreases anxiety, decreases depression, rewires your brain, decreases stress hormones, improves your sleep, improves relation. It it improves almost every single thing in your life. Seven minutes a day or seven seven minutes minutes twice a day? Seven minutes twice a day. Okay. Okay. Seven minutes twice a day adds up to 96, 96 minutes. Okay. You can skip one period a week. Okay. And then, okay. but I, but my point being is, it's not that much. It's seven minutes. Right. It's it's like it's like it's getting this habit. So then we talked about momentum before. So it's yeah. like so for in your case, for example, like okay, I have these thoughts, right? But guess what? I have these thoughts too. The difference is is that you have to understand that you are now seeing the thoughts that you have going through your mind that you didn't see before. So all you have to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because they're always there. They're always there. It's just like subconscious. You just you're didn't worrying see them. or you're doing whatever. Yeah. It's not even in, in awareness of it. Right. So okay. right away you have awareness. You're okay. already deeper than you were right before okay. you started. So it's actually the judgment of what you're thinking. You're like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking. Yeah. You just don't understand that meditation isn't that. Meditation is the process of looking in. So if you have a thought, great. Now you know you have a thought. You're deeper than you were. Hmm. Now you bring your mind back. To what though? Bring it back to this center place. So, for example, like say if we're meditating, it's weird to do on a podcast, so we won't do it. <laughs> but let's say if I'm meditating and I'm like, oh shoot, I'm supposed to make lunch and I have that meeting at four o'clock. Right. Okay, let's bring the mind back to the breath. Yeah, but what about that meeting at four o'clock? Right. That's exactly what happens to me. And then you bring the mind back. Yeah. Bring it back to the to breath. Just to my breathing. Bring it, just, just bringing it back is a victory. Because you're bringing your mind back to center. It has nothing to do with not thinking. It has to do with the effort you're making to have peace, to, to bring it back there. It's not having peace. Having peace is the result. You can't control that. Yeah. You can't control that. You can control bringing your mind back. And if you all for all seven minutes was bringing your mind back for seven minutes all the time, you're successful even though you think you're not. Really? Absolutely. So what does that help? I mean, Annie, to me, I've even witnessed a Mm -hmm. difference in her. We both have pretty high stress, intense, constantly like doing things for other people kind of jobs. Mm -hmm. And so it can be tasking. And she definitely set boundaries with that. And then the meditating, though, I can tell it's like she actually does it for 20 minutes twice a day. So she's like all the way up. (laughs) Um, Okay. So so here's the thing. So there's probably something that you're not doing when you're trying to meditate. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell everybody who's listening to It's real simple. Okay. You have to have physical relaxation before you have mental relaxation. So what do you do? Lay down? I'm, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you to do it right now. Okay? Right now? Right now. So close your eyes. Okay. So inhale real deeply. Tense your whole body as hard as you can. And then exhale. Inhale. Tense your whole body as tight as you can. Everything. Your face, everything. Tense it all. Exhale. One more time. Inhale deep. Tense your whole body. Exhale and relax. Where are you right now? <laughs> I am sitting here with my eyes still closed. Okay. Yeah, that was crazy. So what happened? What just happened? Um, I felt my shoulders like release. Okay. Which was huge for me. I carry a lot of like tension or stress all the time just in my shoulders mm-hmm. and I don't I won't even realize it but I'm walking around with my mm-hmm. shoulders up to my ears mm-hmm. you know um I didn't actually have any thoughts that yeah. was weird there you go yeah okay so that was like a victory that's a victory so you you just you just realized where your tense was you really let it yeah. go so we did a couple things I made you your body doesn't know how to relax okay but it knows how to tense 
So we make it tense and then it doesn't like to do what it's told. So it does the opposite. So by tensing your whole body, it causes it to relax. So you go to full tension because that's how we know how to do that. You know how to do it in your shoulders. You do it all the time. Yeah. So I force you to do it. You mentally, consciously do it. Then you relax it all with the breath. And do it three times and just sit there. And then you keep your mind, if you can, you kind of keep your eyes closed and keep your mind um, at, Indians call it Kutasa Chaitanya, which is like the Mm. spiritual eye between your eyebrows, about a point six inches outside of your eyebrows. And just kind of keep your eyes kind of up. So if you keep your eyes kind of looking at me, for example, you're looking at me right now, you're in the conscious mind. If you look down, you're in the subconscious mind. If you look up, you're in the super conscious mind. So now we're delving into more of a meditative kind of thought uh, part of the. So if you just do that, even just the breathing also hyperoxygenates your body. Right. Okay. And the exhale, inhale, you're letting out carbon dioxide, letting out toxins, inhaling oxygen. We're relaxing the body. And then you just, you can sit there and just, just breathe normally. Just do it three times. Just sit there. And all of a sudden, it'll be five minutes. You won't even know it. It just goes by. It goes by. And how, so, okay, how does meditation directly keep you from disease, I guess? Is sure. The question. Because, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, I think stress causes so much. And Amer- Americans especially. Like, sure. Like, we are just walking around sure. stressed out all the time. So, what does that specifically do? Like, okay. what's your evidence, I guess? Sure. So, so um, well, there's lots of studies showing that it that it does improve all the factors, but... Let's just talk about what stress is. What is okay. stress? So stress is a bunch of things. It's that tension in your shoulder. Yeah. It's the things that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's it's the things that you're eating. Stress is anything that impacts the body in a negative way, basically. And you can define it as that. So if, for example, you're holding tension in your shoulders all the time, that's stressful for right. your body. So you just release that. You've decreased stress. You've decreased... There's a term called allostatic load. It's kind of... Um, it's basically the stress of the what you're placing on your body all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you think that your schedule is overloaded all the time, you have no time, that's stress. Right. If you're holding tension in your shoulders, that's stress. If you've decided to have five shots of vodka instead of herbal tea, that's stress. If you mm-hmm. decided to have um, french fries instead of like baked potatoes or whatever, that's stress. So um, what meditation does though is says, okay, all that stuff is fine but what you need to do is get your mind to stop doing what it's doing trying to get it to slow down a little bit so by relaxing the body and relaxing the mind you start to uh, decrease the cortisol level in your body decrease the the all the adrenal hormones that are going mm-hmm. on because if you're in mind i don't have time i gotta go i have to have yeah, 20 yeah. minutes you're firing your cortisol system you're firing your adrenal your your um your uh, sympathetic nervous system yeah you're constantly firing it. If that's really high all the time, it leads to increased disease, leads to increased cancer. It's so funny you brought up adrenals because I see this holistic doctor in Nashville uh-huh. and she she does all the testing with like the arms sure. and all that stuff. Yeah. And the, I went to her, I guess this was like a year and a half ago. She's totally changed my life for me with supplements though. But You're a adrenal total fatigue. adrenal fatigue. Adrenal yes, fatigue, yeah, Which can sure. lead to like leaky gut sure. and all kinds of disease, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean... That, you know, taking herbs is, is good. Right. The, the thing is, though, I'm more about like, okay, let's let's look at... Herbs is good. Keep taking them. Right. But... but let's let's yeah. add let's add patterns. Let's add habits in your body that right. will prevent you from needing to have to take exactly. herbs. Exactly. You know? Because so, your body balances itself out. Yeah. So you don't well, need the extra help. Yeah. So if you... So, for example, 
say if you start meditating now because we have this talk or whatever and you're doing oh my god i keep having the same thought yeah you know then you pull out your journal Okay. And you start writing about what what is that thought, and you just get it out of you. Yeah. So there was research on journaling. Journaling actually decreases anxiety, decreases stress I as 100% well. I one hundred percent buy into that. Yeah, of you course. You just got to get it out of your body. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So it's not that having stress is necessarily bad. It's that we don't allow it to leave. Okay. Yeah. You bring the thought in, then you hold it in your body, like oh yeah. shit, I have so much to do, like blah blah blah. But then you never go. Right. So journaling is another way to get it out. Exercise is another way okay. to get it out. Sleep is another way. Meditation is another way. So I'm just adding another thing into your armamentarium. The difference is with meditation is that it's proven to rewire your brain. It's proven if you can start bringing your mind away from those negative thoughts and mm-hmm. focusing it in, in, in a center place. So let's just jump to one more thing since, you know, we're kind of ranging all over the place. But mm-hmm. It's not just taking your mind off of negative things. It's replacing a negative thought with a positive thought. Okay. Okay. So, so can you tell us a, a thought you're having that's repeated that's negative about yourself? <laughs> oh, Do you like this God. podcast? I'm taking, I know, over, this I'm like taking over your podcast. <laughs> okay. That's negative about myself. I mean, I think I can analyze everything about myself. Just think all one the time. thought. Just give um, me one. One thought is that. That you want to share. Oh, do I, that I want to share. Um, one thought that I've really had a hard time letting go of lately is I'm spread too thin, so I suck at everything. Ah, so it's a self-worth type of thing. Like I'm not good at this. I'm not good. Yes. Okay. So let's think of a thought. Let's think. So that's the negative thought we've come down to. I'm, I suck. I suck at this. I'm I'm no good at this. Okay. So that's repeated thought going on in your mind. Okay. Um, so now we know that that thought, as we said before, is, is affecting, affecting your stress load, affecting your gene structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's making you unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yes. Okay. Do you agree that we need to change that thought? Yes. Okay. So we have buy-in from you. Okay. So now you <laughs> okay. have to, I'm going to help you though. Let's come up with a thought to replace that thought. Well, wouldn't it just be the opposite of like, well, what is the opposite? I'm good at this. Or I'm I'm enough. I'm worthy. All of those things. What what one? Okay, those are all really nice. Um, what one actually is true though for, for you? For me, let me think. Okay, I think I'm enough. I'm enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's see. Let's see if we can find a a. So um, how about I? I'm always doing my best. Okay. Yes, that feels true. I'm too. doing. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. I'm doing. You know. I always do my best. Okay. And something like that. Okay. So um, that's what I'm sensing. I'm kind of getting from you is like yeah. you. You always do your best, though. Oh, I want to fight you on that right now. <laughs> okay, but but you're always trying. You're I'm always, always trying to do my yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about perfectionist. I'm talking about I you're doing your best. Yeah. yeah. Talked about that a lot on this podcast. So this is another that's another issue. Okay. But but this particular thought <laughs> got loads for you here. This this particular thought though, you know, um, so I, I'm no good. Okay, okay, fine. I I do I'm all I do my I'm doing the best I can. I always do my best. Yeah. I always try my hardest. I always do my best. So rewiring my brain yeah, to think I do my best. Yeah. So I'm someone told best. me once like How about this? I'm doing my best. Doing my best. So yeah. now now when you're not, now when you have time, you just think, I'm doing my best. But what if you're not doing your best? I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about doing your best in this particular moment. Yeah, if you moment. have four hours of sleep, you went out the night before, right. 
I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I can. Okay. It's it's changing that thought. Of like I saw, why why did why did I forget the the, yeah. the charger in the hotel room? What the hell's wrong with me? Right. Like, I'm doing the best I can. Right. So it's like it's like changing those thoughts around and giving yourself an affirmation instead of a a positive affirmation instead of a negative affirmation. Yeah. So it's replacing these thoughts and giving yourself a positive one. Meditation will will flatten out the negative one. But if you think about your, your your thought processes are like electrical patterns in your brain. So if you're if your thought is always going to this one thought, you're creating a well-worn path in your brain. Yeah. I'm making circles in my hand. We want now it's creating a momentum of the thought. So if you're ever in that situation, you're constantly anytime you're in that situation where you're not doing something perfect, you keep thinking this thought. Yeah, and it so is. It's just a vicious It's just cycle. always yeah. going. So you yeah. created a huge momentum of this neuronal pattern. Now I'm telling you, we need to create a new pattern in place of that. It's going to take time because there's no path for it. Right. It's like if you're going through the forest and you're trying to make a path, it's going to take time. But you just got to think like, I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. So you're just rewiring your brain. You're rewiring your brain. You're rewiring your brain. I'm doing the best I can. Interesting. You know? I'm pretty good at this. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. And then your mind will go, there's another thing I talk about in the book called the terrorist. You have a terrorist in your brain that's yeah. constantly telling you, that's making you like afraid all the time. Yeah. That's that's something you have to look at and pull out and go, is that true? Is that true? Do I really suck? Okay. Yeah. Do I really suck? Mm-hmm. Do I? Let's let's look at the evidence. So now you get right. into a mental, emotional connection, cognitive behavioral therapy, cognitive behavioral techniques. Like you look and say, is this true? Do I suck? Right. If I suck, then how is all these good things happening? If I really right. sucked, so then it's like breaking. Let your mind think those, and then say, okay, okay. Let's see. Is it true? Do I suck? Am I a piece of crap? Right. Uh, you know. Oh, I I get to travel. I'm traveling from. I have great friends. I have great relationships. I love my job. So how do I really suck? You don't. There's no evidence for it. It's just this crazy thing that's happening. So it's like breaking that down. Meditation helps you see those things. Because you actually stop and think for a second. You're stopping and seeing. (laughs) You're stopping and seeing the patterns. You may not stop thinking. You may see the thoughts that you have. And then by breathing, you're, you're, you're starting to relax and doing the tense and relax, the thing that mm-hmm. we did, you're letting go of the physical tension. You're just letting yourself go, right? Even mm-hmm. right now, you don't want to do it. Your arms are crossed. <gasps> oh, you're right. I didn't yeah. even notice that. My yeah. legs are crossed too. Yeah. So it's your subconscious is like, this is no, no, no. This is not don't how relax. we do this. Yeah. This is not how we do yeah. this. We, 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 we are, you know, we're, we're, we got to do this. Yeah. Right, so you you cross your stomach, yeah. protecting this this core part. You cross your legs. <gasps> so weird! I didn't even realize I did that. Yeah, because I we hit something that's like this is core to who you think you are. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh my gosh! So you do you break this down in the book? Yeah. Do you yeah, say yeah. So your beliefs are basically you do need Western medicine, of yes. course, but then also you need to supplement with these other yeah. things. Do both to heal your body. Do both, and then you break it down with meditation all of these things and then what about food like do you do you recommend a specific diet to people okay so i mean food is like you know i people when they i talk like and do public talks people all all they ask about is food right at the end they're like well what about what about greens i'm like greens are great right are great well how much should i eat i'm like right enough (laughs) 
But every everybody focuses on the physical, yeah. you know, and the physical is the result of other things deeper than that. What do you mean? Like, why are you eating what you're eating? Why oh, do you eat yeah. that? Why do you eat so much of that? Why are you doing this? Why are you constantly? Why do you have not enough time to eat that you're always eating McDonald's? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm more focused on that. You want to go to a nutritionist? They can give you advice. I mean, granted, there's things you need to eat for like anti-cancer. High immunity stuff. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, you know, um, um, I think it's Joel Furman. He has an acronym called G-Bombs. That's good for pro-immunity. G is uh, greens and okay. green tea. B is berries. O is onions and garlic. M is mushrooms. Okay. B is beans. S is seeds. Okay. Raw seeds. G-Bombs. I like that. Yeah, G-Bombs. That's Joel Furman. That's not me. But, uh, so, you know, that's, yeah, you can put all those in, but you sure you already know, I don't need to give you a diet to say, eat more green salads. Right. Right. Stop eating fried foods. (laughs) Cut down on the red meat. Right. What about dairy? Yeah. I see for me personally, I don't, I don't eat dairy. I don't either. Yeah. Um, so people are like, well, what about my calcium? Well, actually there's two studies showing that, that milk actually over too much milk decreases your bone calcium. There you go. So there, so that's why the milk lobby changed. I don't know if they're gonna listen to this, but they, they changed <laughs> the marketing from got good for your bones to got protein. Oh, you I didn't even that? know says, they did check, that. Next time you see it, says, it says got wow, protein. Wow, because they does, can't claim that anymore. It does have a lot of protein, right? Mm-hmm. There's other ways to get protein though. Totally. Right, but you know, I'm also big on like, look, I don't. That's the thing. I told you about the data about six months and changing one habit. Only 30%, even with a heart attack, can change. So what about somebody who doesn't have that, like, oh, my God, I almost died. Right. So I'm saying make a small change. Once you make a small one, your body will be like, oh, this isn't that bad. Okay, what about, okay, so what if we, if I just, if you decide right now, say I want to do like five minutes of meditation, whatever. Well, I was going to try to aim for seven, but should okay. I just start small? <laughs> start small. I started with a minute. I couldn't do a minute. Really? You can, because I, I, that's kind of that's why I'm like, I'm not sure I'm going to do so, it. So set a timer for a minute. Okay. Do a minute for two weeks. Two times a day, a minute? Or we just, whatever, whatever you can Maybe do. Maybe I'll just try for a minute for in a the minute, morning one, one, and yeah. see if I can do it. Just, for two weeks. Yeah, just for two weeks. Okay. And then, okay, then I'll do two minutes. How long do they say it takes to form a habit? Do you know? I, I, yeah, well, um, there's somebody different. Somebody Google it. There's different, <laughs> there's different, it takes a long time to change habits. No okay. question about it. But you can... If you start small and that the problem is people try to do too much. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to change your diet, for example, don't cut up dairy. Yeah. I I don't say cut out things. I say add things. Okay. So if you're really, diet's really horrible, you know, then eat a carrot a day. Just eat one one carrot. Yeah. Just, or baby carrot. Get a bag of baby (laughs) carrots. Eat one One a day. day. For the, till the bag is gone. Okay, that wasn't that bad. Then maybe I'll have a small salad with lunch. Right. Then do two weeks of that. Yeah. It's going to be hard though to do that. Right. You're going to forget because your body's going to be like, you know what? Should I have a small salad or French fries? They're the same price. I can add a small salad or fries. That's a big decision if you're at lunch. Fries are good. Sweet potato fries. fries are so good. Right? So for me, yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, I'll have fries once a week, but I'm going to have a salad with it. Right. So then I'll always have a salad. I'll yeah. always I'll always do a salad. Yeah. yeah. So when does your book actually come out? It's not um, out yet, right? It's not out yet. Um, people want to get on my mailing list. It's coming out. I'll have an audiobook, ebook, okay. and book. If you go to thehousesofhealth.com, 
that's you can get on my mailing list and then I'll send oh. you the link and um or you just put, if you put um yeah that's probably the best way thehousesofhealth.com right now and then I have a I have an Instagram page healing before cure okay then I have a Facebook page healing before cure so I'm on both of those things. So Amazing. They're just all launching now. Yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. Thank you. Um. So, because I was going to ask you, what do you recommend for a person who's not sick or struggling? Like, what is the best tip you would give somebody? But I think it's just start small, right? It starts small. Yeah. And, and pick the area. So, with the, like, my, my paradigm has four houses, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Okay. If you're already exercising and mm-hmm. doing... Then you don't need to worry about that. Right. Pick a house that you don't you don't you don't do anything about. Yeah. So so for example, like say you're already talking about meditation. Do one minute. Yeah. For okay. two weeks. Do one minute. Start I'm already dreading habit. it. Like the second you say it, I get anxiety. Yeah, that's fine. God. So that means you need it. That. I guess so. Probably. Go towards the fear. Ugh, lean in, right? That's what they all say. Um, what was the last thing I wanted to ask you? When does your book come out? Oh, we were, we were going to talk about like where people can go donate because this is mm. Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October. And so that was why I wanted to have you on today since that's what you deal a lot with. Right. Where do you recommend people go donate or if they want to give back? Because obviously breast cancer has like taken over our world. Yes. There's, um, you know, um, one organization I like is called Helen's Room. Okay. It's called Helen's Room. You can go to helensroom.com. They're a nonprofit. You can you can tax the duck, but they basically have a room where women can go in and get styled for hair loss if they go through chemotherapy. I so love they get that. yeah, they get wigs, they can get hats, yeah. they can get scarves, they can get whatever they want. And I think it's a really cool way of turning uh, like making lemonade out of lemons. You yeah. Know? Um, so that's Helen'sRoom.com. Um, I think that's great. Yeah, just to give back in that way. Yeah. Because they have tons of research happening already, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you. So I'm going to try to say your name one more time. Dr. Vongatama. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Nailed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. You're it welcome. Was so interesting. I could talk to you all day about this. Stuff. <laughs> I'm going to practice my meditating. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. And everybody go check out Dr. Vongatama. Bye.